right, back here at J. Tom Lawler Rink with a score after two. Maine leads Merrimack 4-2. to Mike Macknick with John Leahy. Mike McMahon joins us now from the Mac Report and the Eagle Tribune. And boy, Mike, looked like uh, uh, through the first minute or so of that second period, Merrimack had done the things they needed to do at home, played better in the first period than they did last night, especially in their own end, got a couple of goals, a couple of opportunistic goals in the first minute of the second period to take that lead, and then it just fell apart after that. Yeah, you know, you, you've got to feel good about the way they came out and started that second period, had a little more life, like you said, and, and get the two early goals, and I think you saw the bench come alive there. I looked over after that second goal, and you could see the energy, and then, uh, you know, a couple of minutes go by, and Maine starts to slowly creep their way back into it, and uh, I think it shows how much of a resilient team Maine is to be able to come back and score four unanswered in the last 18 minutes of that period. And I thought Maine showed resilience last night, too, going up three to nothing, but then giving up to two, but, you know, not being phased at that point. They never gave up the tying goal, and eventually were able to win the game last night, too. Yeah, I think both these teams are pretty young, and uh, they both seem to be going in different directions. They were at different points in the beginning of the year. Maine really struggled out of the gate. Merrimack played really well, and now it's sort of reversed itself, where I think Maine started to pick up some steam. But, but a pretty resilient team, which Merrimack was at the beginning of the year, uh, and we've seen Merrimack go through some struggles. So they've sort of been mirror images of themselves uh, over the course of the entire year, but, but just flipped. Uh, one really played well early while the other struggled, and now here uh, another team is starting to pick up some momentum, it seems, while another one is, is going into a tailspin a little bit. I wanted to get your thought on something that over the last week or so, at least, that we've seen kind of you know transpire that you know after the Tuesday game at UConn, Mark Dennehy said something about his team needing to play bigger, I, I suppose, right? I think that this weekend, a, a major key for both of the games has been the way that Maine has come in with physical play and dominated that area of the game both last night and tonight. Not only that, but boxing guys out in front of the net. There was a couple of times last night where some of Merrimack's bigger guys are getting boxed out around the crease by some of their main smaller defensemen. Uh, I, think, I think it's not only the physical play, but it's just getting to the net, which they haven't done a very good job of over the last month. Uh, and they are. I mean, they're getting boxed out boxed out in front of the main net. They're more so last night than tonight. They've gotten to the main net a couple of times tonight. But uh, I, I thought last night they were trying to get there, but some guys that you think would be stronger than the defense and trying to hold them up are keeping those guys out of the front. Uh, and then at times last night, too, I think they struggled in front of their own net of boxing some of their guys out from getting to the crease. A couple of tips, a couple of uh, you know, just traffic in front where I think Tiernan had a hard time seeing some pucks. So uh, they've struggled in the net front areas, I think, at both ends of the ice for, for the last few weeks now. All right, so I guess how does it change, right? I mean, you look at what's happening here down the stretch, and you know they've quickly gone from a team that uh, was in pretty good position to get home ice, at least you know have home ice in the first round of the playoffs, host the first round, uh, and be one of those middle four teams in that middle tier in Hockey East. And you know if they don't win this game, they're going to be pretty solidly in that lower tier with a, with a really tough road against them to try to get out of it. Yeah, I, I think it's looking more and more gloomy at this point. Although they, they got a little help this weekend. I know Northeastern won today. So when you look at Northeastern and UConn, who were tied for seven, uh, you were looking, I think, if you're Maine or Merrimack, as you're both looking for that last home ice spot, uh, for one of those teams to sweep. And Northeastern gets to sweep in that series. So it, it's almost weird. I mean, they, they've gotten the help that they needed. Yeah. You know, it seems like they got the help they needed only here in their own building. It's Maine that's getting the points instead of them. So uh, they're. they're Things are falling their way outside of what they can control, it seems, uh, for them to try to sneak up and grab one of those bids. But they haven't been able to take care of business themselves. They lose two points to UConn the other night. Now, uh, you know, trailing here, potentially leaving four on the table against Maine, who was a team you ended the weekend tied with, uh, is not is not going to be a very good recipe, especially when you got to go on the road here for the last four. How do you, you know, reconcile the fact that, that this team, 
after the break, went out to Minnesota, beat Minnesota on its home ice, right? Uh, came back here, swept a pretty good Quinnipiac team that I think is now up, you know, first of all, running away with the ECAC, and in, I think, 11th place in the pairwise, coming into, into tonight at least. Uh, and yet, they only have one win in hockey's play going back to November 21st, the win against Northeastern. Since that day, so that's what, December, January, February, three months, three months now they have one win in hockey's play. I mean, what's going on? <laughs> I don't have an answer for it. I mean, it's really, it's hard to come up with one. Because uh, they've played so well against some really good teams. I mean, Minnesota's a good team. I mean, they're a really good team. Right. I, I know they've struggled a little bit. Maybe they're not the, the uh, you know, start to finish leader that a lot of people thought they were going to be in terms of being the number one team in the country and things like that. But uh, they're still a pretty good team, and, and it's hard to beat them at home. And, and they, they got outshot. I mean, they, they certainly uh, won the game. Uh, and then, you know, like I said, swept a pretty good Quinnipiac team. And uh, they just, why they haven't been able to get points in the league, you can't put your finger on it. And the other thing, too, is they're starting to struggle at home. Uh, they were picking up a lot of points earlier in the year at home. And now, over the last month or so of the season, uh, we've seen them drop points to, to BC here at home, that UMass tie here at home. I mean, the UMass team that they're going to be battling with, it looks like, is still in last place in the league. So they left a lot of points on the table here at home, which is something they weren't doing. Right, a team that was at one point went nine one and two at home, and now on the verge of losing the last three games of the season at home to end up nine four and two, which is still a pretty good record at home. But you know, zero and three in the last three is not good at all. Yeah, and, and at one point that only loss was an overtime loss to Notre Dame. Yeah. So I mean, you've only had at one point around Thanksgiving you had one loss at home, and it was an overtime to a pretty good hockey team. Right. So uh, yeah, it's. You know, a lot of things have changed. I mean, you can, there's a lot of things you can look at. I think they were out shooting teams by wide margins at the beginning of the year, out attempting teams by wide margins at the beginning of the year, and now they're getting out attempted by pretty big margins in some of these games. Uh, it seems like at some point, it was around probably that BU series, the season just sort of flipped on the head. So what happens here? I mean, you know, still a chance to come back here in the third period, but aside from this, they've got the four games coming up on the road. It doesn't get any easier from here. No, it doesn't. You know, it, it's one of the things, too, I think it might just be a characteristic of a young team. Uh, they had such a hot start. I think a lot of us were expecting them to struggle at some point just because that's what young teams typically do. Most of the guys, I mean, they're playing a lot of freshmen. They're playing a lot of sophomores. Um, but... They still they started so they started so hot at the beginning of the year and they had beaten so many good teams even in January uh, that even if they struggle I didn't expect them to go through a struggle like this where, where they've uh, you know really for the better part of a month now have not looked very good at all and like I said now they're going to go on the road against a pretty good Vermont team and then I know it's still tough to play I know UNH's record isn't very great but uh, they picked up a big win today and they're tough they're tough to beat at home uh, and if you look at some advanced metrics they're out shooting a lot of teams so it seems like UNH's in a lot of games too, so it's going to be two, uh, four really tough road games I think to close out the year. You talk about trying to find a solution, and you know, I guess if you had answers, if I had answers, we'd, we'd probably be down there behind the fence, right? But um, I mean, it seems to me they tried a lot of things over the last few weeks. I mean, the lines have they tried a lot of different things with the lines. They've you know, moving a couple of defensemen up to forward, and then moving Mansfield back. You're keeping Wismerski up there. Uh, you know, going back to the lines that they had for the most part. You know, putting the freshman line back together. They have discussed in line back together, and you know the results. You know, being the same, there's still good things that you see here or there, but 
ultimately, as as Mark Danny will say, it's about results, it's about winning games, and, and they haven't been able to find a way to do it. Yeah, and like I said, I think they are trying. I mean, they've tried a bunch of different things outside the box. There have been some nights where we've looked at the lines and I just go, oh, wow. I mean, they're really shaking things up, trying just trying to find any sort of spark, I think. And uh, Some of the things they have, they've done, like I said, have worked out well. I think Wisniewski's looked pretty good at a forward. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think he's ever going to be a, a leading scorer for you there as a forward, but I think in the role he's played as a big guy, I mean, he can move for a guy who's 6'4", and he's getting on pucks behind the line in the corners, um, playing physical. I mean, he was talking about their big guys need to play big. Well, yeah. Wisniewski's He's a big guy, and he's been one of the guys who's been playing pretty big. So uh, I, I think that move's actually done, been a good one for him. I think, he's played, I think he's played great since he's been up there. So and you know, and that's that's another reason why I'm I'm impressed with what Maine has been able to do is that you know they've had the big guys like that going to the net, and still it's been tough because Maine has done a very good job. I think of. You know, preventing those guys from getting the puck. Really, how many chances has Christie had there? And he's been working hard to try to get in there. And it's been tough to, you know, to get one past Morris. I know he had the goal last night in the extra attacker, but he's had some chances here from right on the right outside the crease, great areas. And it's been it's been tough to get the pucks there. Yeah, and I know, you know, Mark Denny was talking about this too. I still don't think they shoot the puck enough. They were at the beginning of the year, uh, and then, it's, like I said, it's sort of flipped on its head. And uh, they're passing up opportunities to shoot. I think because they're not getting to the net. Uh, if, if you're getting to the net, I think it's easier to put pucks in the obviously, but uh, there's been times where guys have come up from behind the net or uh, you know, on a rush on a three-on-two just automatically looking to pass. Uh, there's been a couple of times last night where guys would come up from behind the net and they're looking for somebody to drop down from the yeah. top instead of just throwing it in front or trying to wrap around. So I think they're passing up shots. I'd like to see them shoot more, too. Yeah, look, and look at the goal that Quag got, for instance. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's a perfect example. Yeah. Alright, thanks a lot, Mike. We appreciate it. Uh, TheMacReport.com, Eagle Tribune as well. We'll check out your work and uh, have a safe drive home in the snow. <laughs> thanks, Mike. All right, Mike McMahon has been our guest here in the second intermission. Our score, Maine 4, Merrimack 2. John and I are back right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.